there, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And not joining us uh, for the third time ever is one Phil Ranta, our sports outsider. Not here. Not here. Phil, not yeah. here. We're here. So it's more sports. All right. If you have been listening to our podcast for some time and thinking to yourself, God, there's there's just too much of this silliness on the podcast. I want more of the hard sports news that I tune in for. A lot a lot of times people say, waiter, waiter, uh, there's there's some sports in my comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's comedy in my sports. Yeah. Well, Take this podcast back, please. Well, Reheat well, it. Be ready, guys, because I think you might have determined for the first two minutes there is no comedy in this <laughs> podcast. Uh, but today on the show, we have our uh, NBA correspondent. We had him on last week. Had him on last week. Wavy Gravy, back again. Wavy Gravy. We sent him up to the Bay Area. He was there for, I believe, game... I think he was... Oh, in he Cleveland? lives in the Bay Area. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, right. So... He's local. Yeah, he's definitely local. We weren't going to send Wavy Gravy to Cleveland. That could have... Yeah, that was actually... A, terribly, yeah. yeah. But he was there for game five. Was there for game five, the the championship. I guess he got to hang out with, uh, with the, the Warriors some, so... And he seems like he's not big on sports reporting so hopefully he'll be able to give us something about you know being with the players yeah he's kind of covering a party at yeah, this point yeah, yeah. so Maybe a cultural observer right exactly so wavy gravy back on the podcast we have we do i know you're worried we do have a wide world of weird sports are you sure cuz phil's not here no i'm i'm positive i'm positive all right well it's just i mean i always ask that question but i think this time i've got more reason than any to be concerned oh no about the fact that we may not have a wide world of weird sports because of the absence of phil i would describe this one as weird and all-encompassing weird and all-encompassing yes phil's never been all-encompassing in his wide world of weird sports yeah no no i and i've talked to him about that okay <laughs> uh and news 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 but first LeBron James Update Watch Update. LeBron James Update Watch Update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors today. That's good. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, you saw, and everyone saw, recently lost in the NBA Finals to the yeah. Golden State Warriors. What a dumbass. <laughs> well, he's made eight finals in 12 years, but he's lost five of them. Worst player ever. Well, it's one of those things that a lot of... like. I feel like... There weren't those hot takes, uh, but in preparation for those hot takes, there were pieces written against those straw men. Yeah. Like, there was plenty of uh, sports pieces ready to go, <laughs> like, Tuesday morning that were like, LeBron James' legacy is secure. No matter what, this is great. Like, and there was a ton of pieces that were just yeah. ready for, like, I don't know, Skip Bayless world, or yeah. someone to Collectively say, turn their heads to Skip Bayless and wait for him, and then he didn't take the bait. Yeah, no one actually took the bait this time. I think no. because... Because it's idiotic. Well, it's also, he is, but, you know, he's not going to win as many as Jordan, and that's, yeah. you know, that's the end of it right I there. I read one of those counterpieces <laughs> that was basically like, they're about the same age, and it's like, you know, LeBron James has been to two more finals. He's done it with vastly inferior teams, and they were just sort of like, yeah... Remember that year that like Jordan came back halfway through the season and he's like they got beat by the Magic in the second round of oh, that's right you know the the Eastern Conference playoffs they probably would have gotten creamed by Houston it's like oh lucky Jordan <laughs> played like crap early in the playoffs <laughs> instead of making it all the way with his entire team on his back but uh, embarrassingly uh, for the Warriors their star-studded team wasn't even able to go undefeated I know, through the right? playoffs they actually Fucking lost a game lame Cleveland ended up losing 5 I know lost a game to <laughs> lost a game to Cleveland of all teams with their crappy leader LeBron James 
but for LeBron James, perhaps what's most frustrating is that basketball is an individual skills competition, but sports fans have no problem judging you based on team championships. Oh, yeah. Because an individual in basketball is roughly, not roughly, 20% of the team. Yeah. <laughs> more so than in any other sport. So it's not fair, but you're kind of judged uh, by the thing. Not necessarily true, Jordan. What? More so than doubles tennis? Well, no, that would be 33%, right? 33.3%. No, 50%, Jordan. How many people play in doubles tennis, Joel? (laughs) Two. two. Oh. That's why it's called doubles. Oh, and now that I'm thinking about it, just tennis. (laughs) That's 100%. Not a team sport. (laughs) Uh, LeBron James played fabulous. He averaged a triple-double over five games, almost 34 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, and it appears he knows how well he played. I have no reason to put my head down, James said Monday, using uh, first-person singular. I have no reason to look back at what I could have done or what I shouldn't have done or what I could have done better for the team. I left everything I had out on the floor every single game for five games in the finals, and you come up short. Ooh. Here's the thing. He's not wrong, but yeah. this was a very conspicuous use. And like You usually use the, the collective we in this case. Like right. We left it out there. Like I gave 110%. We all played really. Like If you throw in the I, usually come back to, and my team. Here's the thing. LeBron's a smart guy. I think he rather intentionally <laughs> opted for I this time. He's been very good about not doing stuff like that in the past. I think... He might be tweaking the ownership in Cleveland. To I'll say, say this in, in the press conference. He looked agitated. He looked more so. Of course than, he's agitated. Well, I'll say this more so than usual after yeah. losses. And, and here's the thing: he's 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 been great to the press. He's always great oh, yeah. to the press. Um, he's and, the best player in the league. Yes. Uh, and I think he lost to the team that arguably had the other four yeah. <laughs> of the top five best players in the league. Well, exactly. That's where the logic ends in this and things start to get silly. Because at the press conference after the game, a reporter asked LeBron about the Warriors' construction. Specifically, he asked, he goes, despite the fact that LeBron has played for two super teams in the Miami Heat and the Cleveland Cavalier- Cavaliers, did LeBron think a super team like the ones the Warriors assembled was good for the NBA? And... Uh, I'm sorry, did you just qualify the Cleveland Cavaliers as a super team? I did, and I'll explain why. He goes, I don't believe that I've played for a super team, James said. I don't believe that. Wow. First of all, they're watching. (laughs) Call them super to your friends in the press. They can can hear you. They're in the locker room. (laughs) Uh, But here's the thing. Like so many professional athletes say in the heat of the moment after an emotionally uh, crushing loss, this statement does not hold up to scrutiny. Oh, no. Uh, before joining the Miami Collusion for the 2010-2011 <laughs> season. Is that what they changed the name to? Yeah, him? it was weird. For those four years he was with them, they were the Miami still, Collusion. Still a mascot without an S in the end of it. So, uh, He was a two-time league MVP and a six-time All-Star. Chris uh, Bosch, which is a, he's a man-bird hybrid, yeah. was a five-time All-Star. And uh, they joined Dwayne Wade, who was a six-time All-Star and a former NBA Finals MB- MVP. Yeah. Then he goes to the Cavaliers... Okay. He had obviously still produced. He has league MVP awards, more all-star selections. He gets the team to get Kevin Love, then a three-time all-star who came to Cleveland to play with Kyrie Irving, a two-time all-star and the uh, NBA Rookie of the Year his first season. He also got to fire the coach and pick a new one. (laughs) Now, Jordan, he would insist that that's not what happened. So while his performance in the finals is beyond criticism, this is something to keep in mind in 10 years when he's acting as owner GM of a different franchise. Right. 
Maybe he's not. Maybe LeBron isn't great at team construction. But but, but no. But he what, absolutely what got to play like, on two super teams. Sure. And then he ran into one that actually was like, no, actually we we were more super, more super. And it, and it's also it's like I don't know what 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 else could possibly be done from Cleveland's perspective that it's like you won one out of three against that team, right. which has got a lot of things going for it in terms of team construction, like. They, they were already the best team in basketball, and then they signed the second best player in basketball. Well, I mean, the Cavs could have signed the second best player in basketball. Do, Every, they, do they have the cap room to get Durant? Everyone's cap space went up. Oh. That's why they were able to do it. And it was one. Of, I actually read an article where a GM was interviewed, and he said, you know, at first you're like, oh, sweet, I found $20 in my pocket. I can spend this on the team. And then you realize, no, wait, everyone else also found $20 <laughs> in their pocket. Inflation! Imagine this. He wanted to go to the Bay Area and not Cleveland. Oh, what? Yeah. That's weird. insane. Yeah. So, uh, Joel, NBA uh, predictions for next year. NBA predictions for next year. I'm going to predict uh, Golden State beats Cleveland in the NBA Finals in five games. Now, let's take it one step further. 2018. Can you get to 2018? Ooh, you know what? I think Cleveland's going to take them to six in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're wrong. 2018 Western <laughs> Conference Final. Golden State versus the Lakers when LeBron comes to L.A. Oh, His right. contract's up in here. He's not going to go back to Dan oh, Gilbert. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not. <laughs> he's done in Cleveland. He won in their championship. Yeah. I'm sure he did a lot for the youth in the area. Oh, yeah. Now he's going to be he's like, you go know what? I got, I got a company out in L.A. I, I make He's already got a house out here. Oh, well. I know that now because somebody apparently painted a racial slur on it. Yeah, that yeah. not a good look. Yeah. Not a good look. He's... LeBron's likely in a very tough space right now. We should cut him a little bit of slack on all of this. I think I think he's going to go to Europe with his family and just have a blast. I think you that's know what? what he's going to do. Yeah, that's a fair amount of slack tempered by the realization <laughs> that he's he's got a lot of money to work off whatever amount of stress he might have built up. LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by all the things that LeBron James sponsors today. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Phil. News, news, news. <laughs> Chris, is it Cristiano Ronaldo? How do you pronounce his name? Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo accused of evading taxes. What? In other news, Pete Rose hit quads on a video poker machine at Excalibur last week. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, Spanish prosecutors on Tuesday uh, accused Real Madrid star Cristiano Ronaldo of evading roughly 15 million euros in tax through offshore Ooh, companies. Oh, that's a lot of tax. And uh, what is just the latest soccer star to fudge his 1040 easy, <laughs> uh, Lionel Messi uh, was found guilty of the same offense last year despite much smaller sums. So rival Barcelona fans would be wise not to cast stones yeah. as their glass house will break and good luck finding money to fix it with a 20% unemployment rate. Yeah, are you saying that when you get Southern European uh, soccer organizations uh, in South America together, corruption follows? Because I'm not sure I follow. Like, well, what, what is it? Uh, one of them's Argentinian and one of them's uh, Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, Messi's from uh, Argentina, uh, you know, and I can understand so Ronaldo's, uh, Ronaldo's Portuguese. Of course you're going to fuck the Spanish out of taxes if you're Portuguese. <laughs> Those two peoples probably hate each other. Okay, so Ronaldo, 
who at 32 years old is the world's highest paid athlete, according to Forbes magazine. Yeah. This was a list on Forbes magazine. Here's a pro tip. If everyone knows you're the highest paid athlete, <laughs> they're going to check to see if you paid all your taxes. Yeah. You're, you're kind of in the news. I wonder if it came out and he's like, look, everyone, Ronaldo, number one. Ronaldo, what about the tax evasion? Oh, no. Oh, I claimed I made 11 million euros this year and Forbes says on their cover I made 44. Do you think they check and see whether or not the endorsements are real? Uh, so he's accused of four crimes against the public treasury. Uh, between 2011 and 2014, basically uh, tax fraud of, call it, 15 million euros, actually a little yeah. less. Uh, the accused took advantage of a company structure created in 2010 to hide income generated in Spain from his image rights from tax authorities, which is a, quote, voluntary and conscious breach of his fiscal obligations in Spain. Prosecutors accused the Portugal International of evading taxes via a shell company based in... Ooh, Cayman Islands. Mm, try again. Switzerland. No, you were closer with the Bahamas, Cayman. British Virgin Islands. Oh, I wasn't going to get that. You weren't, I thought you were going to stay in the Caribbean <laughs> yeah. area. I thought if you stayed in the Caribbean, you'd hit it. I mean, once I did Cayman Islands and Bahamas, I was I figured somewhere in the Caribbean. But <laughs> and another in Ireland. Oh, also also a great tax haven. Low these days. corporate tax rate. Yeah. In addition, they say he only declared 11.5 million euros of Spanish-related income for the years 2011 to 2014. When what he really earned during the period was close to 43 million euros. You know... And that figure was reported by Fortune and Forbes and other publications. Who are you fooling? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta understand tax evasion. It's, it's, it's like when you're changing your report card. It's like, don't, don't go for A's. Yeah, <laughs> like The yeah. B minus, no questions are asked about the B not B minus. It's not gonna trip any red flags if exactly. someone's just breezing over it. Yeah. Like, if you put 33 million... That's still ten million. You're evading paying. Well, on. That's like pretty good. A plus in chemistry? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> uh, and finally, they accused him of voluntarily refusing to include uh, twenty nine million euros in income linked to the sale of his image rights uh, for the period twenty fifteen to twenty twelve uh, twenty twenty uh, to a Spanish company. Uh, Ronaldo's lawyer said the four-time World Player of the Year was stunned by the accusations, primarily because he uses H&R Block, and this wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> uh, if he is put on trial and found guilty, he risks a fine of at least 28 million euros. Oh, no! That's most of the other money that he didn't report! <laughs> and could potentially be jailed for three and a half years. Ooh! That's according to uh, Spain's uh, Inland Revenue. Uh, that's like their IRS. Yeah. The football world in Spain has been rocked by charges of tax evasion or corruption uh, pressed against some of its top stars. Lionel Messi was sentenced to 21 months in jail with a $2 million fine last year. Prison term was suspended as in common in Spain for first offenses. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. For Oh, first offenses for non-violent crimes. I should, yeah. I'm not going to slur the Spanish legal system. Uh, Here's and, the thing, though. Ronaldo yeah. beat up his accountant <laughs> <laughs> while he was telling him, only declare 11 million euros! <laughs> So it was uh, Messi, Lionel Messi, and his father, Jorge Horatio Messi, were found guilty of using companies in three different companies, Belize, Britain, Switzerland, and Uruguay, to avoid paying taxes on yeah. 4 million euros of income. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's good that he managed to avoid prison time, because uh, a pretty guy like that gets in prison, and things are bound to get messy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the income related to Messi's image rights uh, that was hidden included endorsement deals from uh, Danon, 
Adidas. Pepsi- Wait, like the yogurt, Danon? Yeah, only it's Danone, which is like the parent company of Danon. Oh. Um, uh, Adidas, Pepsi-Cola, uh, uh, Procter & Gamble, and the Kuwait Food Company. With its friendly slogan, the most legitimate food company in Kuwait. (laughs) Kuwait Food Company. We have it! (laughs) As Joel went to go get uh, burritos, joining us now on the podcast is Wavy Gravy, our MBA correspondent in from the Bay Area. Hey, we must be in heaven, man! Oh, man, I got to tell you, the good vibes in the Bay Area right now are off the charts. Oh, I got to imagine. It's like nothing I have seen since the summer of love in 67, man. Really? Yeah, absolutely. How old are you, Wavy Gravy? (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm getting up there. Okay. Summer of love was now 50 years ago, but you were around to experience that. Oh, absolutely, man. And it was, but I got to tell you, you know, uh, uh, some of the partying that I saw this last night, oh, off the charts. Well, the Golden State Warriors, they've won now two championships in the last Absolutely. three years. They kind of avenged last yeah, year's Yeah, that loss. was the crazy thing. Apparently, man, they've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, like they were saying, they kept holding up like two fingers, and I was like, peace, man. Right. They're like, no, we've won two titles. I'm like, Wait, you've done this before? And then they explained to me, turns out this whole shindig is thrown every year, man. The NBA Finals, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, the NBA Finals occur every... How did you get this position, Wavy <laughs> Gravy? Who interviewed you I for thought this? this was just a thing where they were coming together like, you know what, we're feeling basketball this year. Let's let's have like a big, a big shindig. Turns out every year. Also, they went last year and they didn't win, which... Boy, talking to some of the guys, that really bummed them out. Let me, let me just, I just want to correct something. So, you know, the NBA and the NBA playoffs are not a drum circle. They don't just occur <laughs> or happen where people just sort of get in the vibe and do it. It's a, it's a regularly scheduled event. Oh, that's a real bummer, man, because I feel like when you, when you schedule it, it takes some of the joy out of it. You know, imagine, imagine how much more fun everybody had if this was just like a, like a spontaneous happening, man. Okay, I kind of get what you're saying, but but really let's 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 focus on game 5 and the celebration afterwards. The Warriors win. It really wasn't close. Durant is partying. You got Steph Curry yeah, partying. You, know, you got Clay I, Thompson, you got Draymond Green. I talked to some guy, you know, his name was his name was Kevin, you know, and he was carrying around two trophies a lot of the night. I thought that was pretty cool. That was the Finals MVP yeah. and the Finals trophy. Which it looked like one was like like a baby trophy of the first trophy. I was like, that's what it's all about, man. You gotta like plant and grow the future. You know, they were both like cups with a ball on top of it. But one was smaller than the other. One was smaller than the other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't let me hold any of the trophies. You know, because I kept going like, here, man, hold my. Uh. You can you, don't go ahead, wavy gravy. Don't. Yeah, hold hold my my cigarette. Okay. Uh, and I'll I'll hold on to your your golden ball and cup thing. And and most of them sort of looked at me funny, and they did hold my cigarette, but they did not hand over the trophy. I imagine that's how it would go. Yeah, but so but so here's the thing. First of all, we like uh we like head back into the locker room after after the team wins, which you know was a bit of a bummer because you know there was a, there was a team out there that lost you know yeah uh, and they yeah. were the guys who were so nice about me using their locker room a, like a, like a Cleveland week Cavaliers. ago yeah yeah but they they look really bummed out you know and I wanted to go like 
comfort him, man, and be like, hey, it's going to be fine. But but I just sort of got swept up in the energy that was so positive that was going to the other locker room. And now I got in there, and I spent the first 20 minutes trying to figure out if it was like organic free trade champagne that they were spraying on each other. Uh, Was it? Uh, well, you know, I didn't get a straight answer on that. I guess it was like imported from France, which, you know, Probably. like That's... heavy carbon footprint on that, man. It's a lot of California champagne. <laughs> well, it's not champagne, then. It's sparkling well, wine, wavy, yeah, baby. Well, I'm not into labels, man. You know that. Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah. It is a carbonated uh, wine-based beverage. Right, but they were, like, spraying it on each other, and, you know, it was a lot of fun. I was like, oh, dude, we're just, we're having, like, a like a suds party, like, back in the day. You yeah, know? Did, did you spray any? Did you get any sprayed on you? Well, here's the thing. I started taking my clothes off, you know, to really get into the Suds party like we always used to. Okay. <laughs> and there was a All fairly right. immediate reaction from security. I got thrown out of the locker room oh, almost no. immediately. Wait, I'm like, gravy. who does a Suds party with your clothes on, man? Like you're going to go through so much patchouli covering up the scent of the, the wine the next day. Anyway, so they throw me out. But here's the thing. I, I, I said I'm going to go ahead and hitchhike, you know, and I'm making my way back to back to San Fran uh, and I get let out in front of this you didn't, place. You didn't drive there or take public transit or did you, did you hitchhike? How did you get there? Well, no, man, I took the bus. But here's the thing. I could not. I kept asking the different vendors if I could get their oil at the end of it. You know, because it's like the end of the season, but they all just looked at me funny. You're talking about the vegetable oil that powers your bus. Yeah, the vegetable oil <laughs> I need to power my bus. Right, so, right. so I was left with that. So I guess I'll hitchhike back. I'll get some oil, and then I'll come back and get the get the bus, man. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. They let me out in front of this place. Uh, it was Har Lot. Okay, so I thought it was going to be like this is, a, this, is, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is Harlot. This is where the the after party was. Yeah, apparently it was one word. I thought it was like a comedy club. And I was like, let's keep the good vibes going. Okay. Uh, so I tried to get in. Uh, they wouldn't let me in. But then all of a sudden, all the guys showed up, man. And they're like, they're like pumping in there. And I, I guess I just sort of snuck in with them. Right. While everybody was getting out of their limos. Yeah. Let me tell you, inside, it was a little loud. You know, kind of dark. I don't know if I really enjoyed that vibe. But again, everybody was just pumping the champagne, you know, like like drinking it and, and spraying it on each other. And it was pretty cool. Uh, I saw one picture, one Instagram post from an employee there. It said they went through 300 bottles of champagne. Yeah. And they actually had a specially uh, engraved Moet and Chandon 2017 Warriors NBA Champs bottles. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds spiffy. Here's the thing. I didn't. I didn't see any of it because, again, I was like, so uh, I decided I'm not even going to ask whether or not they have any, like, free trade uh, uh, or fair trade, you know, organic sourced, uh, you know, booze here. So then I I kept getting in an argument with the bartender because I was just like, hey, man, you know, the water's free, but can't you tell me where it's from? You know, like, I want to know, like, what what the source of the water is. I'm not just going to drink tap, man, because of what they did to Hetchy Hetch. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's like I I only drink stuff that's coming out of the bay that has been salinated by solar power and that we can we can legitimately, you know, source to ourselves. Uh, so I asked him if I could see their desalinization facilities and the guy just moved right on to the next person and took more drink orders. Bartenders are very short with yeah. people who ask about desalinization facilities. Yeah, absolutely. So I figure whatever, man, like I'll just smoke up some stuff where I. 
I know where it came from. Right. Next thing I know, I'm getting thrown out. Like, oh, no. I know you're not allowed to smoke in bars in California anymore. And I'm all for that when you're talking about like mass produced like tobacco from like a big corporation, dude. But, but I, I kind of, I kind of thought this was this was the Bay Area, man. Well, I feel like I saw some pictures of Steph Curry smoking a cigar in places that typically don't allow cigar smoke. <laughs> so I think he, you know, I think you know, and I thought that was really hypocritical too, man. Because I was like, they've got the cigars. What makes them different from me? And I said that to security guy, and he just gave me this weird look, like he was trying to think of all the different ways that they were different from me. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like a lot of them. Oh, so so was this was this effectively the end of your night at this point? You were thrown yeah, out well, of Harlot. They threw me out, but luck would have it. They were empty in the fryers at Harlot. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> not at Harlot. It was a it was a fish shack next door. Uh so yeah, man, got the bus back in one piece. You know? Nice. Okay. Had a, had a pretty fine morning. Uh did realize though, you know, that uh that MVP trophy, uh yeah. I was on the 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 passenger seat of the bus when I got back. Really? Yeah, I'm not no, I'm not sure how I got a hold of that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And I I got to get that back to Kevin Durant. Yeah, man. you're gonna want to do that. So I'm gonna head out and do that because I got to tell you, he deserves it. You know, not just for his scoring, and he was dynamite from three point this whole time, but his post defense was an overlooked part of his game that really took. Uh, Took the shooting percentage of LeBron James in the paint way down and took Kevin Love largely out of the Cleveland offense. Thank you very much. Wait yeah, see you later, man. And now it is time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's weird sports time. Everybody loves weird sports. Weird sports. What do we got this week? Today's wide world of weird sport, crazy contract incentives. Ooh, I love these. So, uh, tailback Eddie Lacy weighed 250 pounds or less on Monday, and as a result, will receive $55,000 from the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. The payoff was part of a seven-tiered incentive structure designed to keep Lacey at a healthy playing weight during the 2017 season. I got to say, Jordan, uh, I think I could get under 250 for $55,000. I'm not going to tell you how many pounds that would involve me losing, <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you it's significant, and I'm still confident I could do it if it was for fifty five grand. So it's odd just because that's a very... Uh, like, you could do an A to C and say... Hey, you'll make an extra three hundred thousand if you rush for a bunch of yards. Yeah, and he might go, "Oh, I'll probably do that if I'm not fat, and yeah. then I'll stay in shape." But instead, they're like, "No, we're just gonna get straight to this and be like, this is your playing weight, and let's, we'll give you a little extra." Let's go ahead and spell this out for Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> no uncertain terms. Uh, this was uh, okay. So uh, let's see. Let's try to find another weird one here. This is Stefan Schwartz of the English Premier League. In 1999, Schwartz signed with Sunderland of the Premier League, but before finalizing the four-year deal, Sunderland officials made a demand. No explorations of strange new worlds. <laughs> As it turns out, one of Schwartz's advisors had purchased tickets on a commercial spacecraft that was projected to launch in 20, 2002, according to the BBC. The franchise was worried Schwartz might tag along, and it knew that standard contract insurance wouldn't cover any injuries, <laughs> parenthetical, or worse, he might suffer while, bodily, while boldly going where no civilian had gone before. 
So at last, Schwartz agreed to remain on the planet for the duration of the deal. I twisted my ankle moving between modules. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio. Jolton Joe DiMaggio. So as you might be aware, DiMaggio established one of the most iconic records in sports in 1941 by getting at least one hit in 56 consecutive games. Go, Joe! However, had he extended it one more game, he was rumored to have gotten a five-figure prize (gasps) waiting for him from Heinz 57 Sauce. You gotta hit it on the 57. Oh my God, it was made... Better question. Yeah. Was there another five finger incentive to tank it for the game after that? No, no. So basically, they, they, so contemporary reports indicated DiMaggio disparaged the missed opportunity, but that he later denied its existence. That sounds like Joe DiMaggio. So, yeah, it does. So apparently, for $10,000, he would have received had he gotten a hit. A spokesman uh, for Kraft Heinz, the current manufacturer of that zesty, Ketchup Alternative, (laughs) said the team had no record of an official offer to DiMaggio and couldn't confirm its existence. DiMaggio's prickly post-career personality makes his assertion difficult to judge, so we'll consider this one a possible urban legend that's too good to ignore. Ooh, ooh. Uh, This is the point where we make the obligatory mention of the fact that Ted Williams was robbed at the American League MVP in 1941. Hit 406. 56-hit streak or not, uh, on base percentage of 557. Still a non-Barry Bonds record. Oh, my gosh. Okay, next one. Raleigh Fingers, MLB. Ooh. The most famous mustache in all those sports grew out of a contract incentive. Technically, it grew from Raleigh Fingers' face, but you get the point. (laughs) This ABC News article is just so (laughs) cheeky. Uh... In 1972, as the story goes, Athletics owner Charlie Finley initially took exception to Reggie Jackson reporting to spring training camp with a mustache. Instead of forcing to shave it, however, he offered, uh, Finley came up with the idea of a mustache night and offered Jackson's teammates $300 a piece to grow one. Wow. So instead of being like, you should shave, he was like, hmm, no, everyone else should grow a mustache. (laughs) Take that, Reggie. That was Charlie Finley. So uh, Fingers, uh, then a 26-year-old pitcher, took him up on it and added the handlebar look to make it unique. Yeah. Later, the A's agreed to contractually supply him with $100 worth of mustache mustache wax per year. I think we're we're burying the lead here. I think that... (laughs) Raleigh Fingers figured out a way to doctor the ball <laughs> and get the team to provide what he was doing it with, and Major League Baseball just let it happen. In 1986, Raleigh uh, Fingers hoped to sign with the Cincinnati Reds, but he retired instead after they demanded he shave the mustache to conform to team policy. Yes! Raleigh, that's my boy! That is my boy! Oh, that's right! And finally, Rootnet Odor! Ooh. The Texas Rangers were looking for ways to uh, this spring to lock up their young second baseman. They had offered him a six-year deal that guaranteed him almost $50 million. Woo. But as he sat across the table from general manager John Daniels, Odor offered no reaction to the numbers. Daniels pivoted. Team officials knew Odor had purchased land in Texas and had expressed an affinity for horses. Daniels slid his phone across the table. On it was a photo of two horses. His eyes lit up. Breakthrough, and that's the story of the Rangers' equine advantage. Odor signed, and the two horses were delivered to his property, courtesy of the Rangers. Oh, man. And that brings an end to another Wide World of Weird Sports. 
Citizens of Podcast Town, thank you for listening. But this brings you a close in the sports. Sports. Podcast. But before we go, we're going to bring back Wavy Gravy to give you our contact information. Hey, we must be in the outro, man, because here I am. <laughs> yeah, you're back, buddy. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I've been given a sheet of paper here that people just want me to read. I guess if that's the way you want to do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just I do was, it that way. I was thinking that I could meditate and, and then I would just sort of do ohms. No. And I think the people at home would pick up no. on the vibe, nah, right? I think you should just read the paper. All right. Well... Uh, you can find all of our episodes on SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. Definitely go there, rate, review, you know, leave us a little comment. Be a lot of fun. Uh, you can reach us on email at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I don't have an email personally. I never really like went for that trip. I was <laughs> like, hey, if I'm not getting regular mail, why would I get email? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and finally, you can look us up on Twitter, uh, Sports the Number Three Podcast. Uh, that'd be our Twitter handle. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Everybody, feel cool, man. Thank you, Wavy Gravy. Hey, Jordan. Joel. I think we did pretty good these last two episodes without Phil, right? I think we did A-OK. I think we did outstanding. See you next week, Phil. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.